Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only only, um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men. And God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm I'm, I'm fully on board with that. And I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Further and Fathering Radio Show. I am your co-host here in New York, Brother Jeremy Maynard, and my best friend who is en route on the road down in the ATL, Lamont Jones down in the ATL, and we got a a power-packed show for you today. Uh, I know the brothers are back in the building. Uh, Today's show, uh, Black Fatherhood Amidst Oppression and Pandemics. Uh, And and we'll go into uh, all that we're going to go into uh, regarding uh, fatherhood, but we always give honor to our Heavenly Father before we do anything. And um, we have to recognize that there's a bigger plan uh, there's a, a things that are going on that, that there's a stability that can only be found in in, in our Father, and um, I'm going to read Second Corinthians uh, four uh, eight to eighteen um, on, on the Global Fatherhood Bible Study that we did uh, on Sunday. I read the Amplified. Uh, if you get a chance on Facebook, look for the Global Fatherhood Bible Study. But um, on the Further and Farther radio show, we're going to read Second uh, Corinthians 4, 8 to 18. And this time I'm going to do it in the New Living Translation. It's a little more straightforward. And it reads, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus 
so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yes, we live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in an in eternal life for you. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith that the psalmist had. What he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. That is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that we cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. Thank you, Lord. For your word Your word is so inspiring That we recognize that you've put Eternity in our hearts You've not only made us, made us In your image Abba uh, After your likeness But you've put eternity in, in our heart So that we can Reference the eternity In our heart so out of the abundance Of our heart our mouth can speak Eternal hope Our mouth can speak eternal wisdom our mouth can speak eternal joy. Our mouth can speak eternal peace because you have placed eternity in our heart. So we can indeed say, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that speaks out against us shall be condemned. And we can also say, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. We thank you, Lord, for you are a point of reference. You are that fixed point. Of hope, you are that standing standard, our Jehovah Nietzsche, our banner, and we look to you and pledge allegiance and compliance and obedience to you in the matchless name of Yeshua Hamashiach. Amen and amen. Oh wow, a lot going on in the world today, and I know we got some brothers on the line. I'm going to open up the line very very shortly, but um, uh, I was talking to my children last night. Uh, specifically my son, um, uh, given all that's happening with the George Floyd incident and um, the history of um, brutality and, and uh, uh, as though there's an occupying army and uh, there's peril around uh, where there's supposed to be safety. Um, and we got into an interesting dialogue and Sometimes you have to pull back and see the big picture because uh, it's as if someone said, uh, uh, because some people recognize that there are people who uh, are, are, are predicted 
somehow that there would be a pandemic during during this administration and during this time. And those, those people stand around uh, the same person that says, if when the looting starts, the shooting starts. So it's as if they said we did not get a, enough of them with this first push of the virus. They're emotional, especially the disconnected and volatile young ones. If we get them so upset that they gather less than six feet and do physical damage to the buildings because we're called to serve and protect and we protect supposedly people and property so that we'd be justified because we've lobbied so much because of the one evil party having two names. One name wants to, to that is disliked by the disenfranchised wants to hold on to guns, but they somehow encourage the people who are disenfranchised to give up the Second, Second Amendment and, and, and find themselves angry, unprepared, uh, and now in a position where the National Guard is being called and they've already killed one, and the threat is that if there is a non-compliant uh, official, whether it be a governor or mayor, that the said same uh, uh, president would send the military. So while some are thinking rights, Others are thinking war. And the kicker is those volatile young people who've been pent in the house for three months are now outside protesting within six feet of each other. And then they go back late at night to the homes occupied by their elders who are more susceptible to the virus. Ah, the end game. Okay, so I'm going to open up the, 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 um, the lines after I've said that. And I, I want to capture that we have quite a few brothers on the line, so I'm just going to start with uh, 4734. How you doing, my brother? 4734. Oh, is this my sister? <laughs> 336. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next one. I'm going to leave you open in case you come to the live um forty one seventy eight my brother how you doing hello forty one seventy eight hey brother jeremy Lance here but someone just tuned in just took a minute someone just tuned in yes 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 there are quite a few I'm quite here. a few in the line on the line so brother okay. brother Lance I, I, um yeah you know given all that's coming against and I love you. I like to call you Loyal Lance because, you know, when, when the chips are down, Amen. you're always there front and, front and ready. And uh, um, I, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, our theme of Further and Fathering is the year 2020, the year of clarity, the year of clear vision. And as the climate has become more heated, uh, more smoky, more cloudy, and then there are systems and paradigms and, and, and things and personalities in the environment that make it more difficult to see and breathe. And for some, they stop breathing. Dads in general, and specifically black dads, African-American dads, you know, through the smoke, through the, through the, the, the difficulty, the blurriness, we must wipe our eyes, you know, whether it be from the, the environment or for our tears. Uh, we have to clear the air. In other words, we have to be connected to the truth because, you know, the word says that, you know, uh, uh, um, 
continue in his word, and he would make us disciples indeed, and we'd make us to know the truth, and the truth makes us free. So this, this is the year of clarity. We want to clear the air and operate in the truth, and we want to move from under the thick clouds that are blocking the sun from us, the blocking the, the, the light from us. And, and we want to, so that our, 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 our progeny, our children, can see, uh, the, you know, through not only our modeling of our hope and our perseverance, but through the lens of, of the possibility of a bright future. So, you know, Lance, you know, what are some of the things that we have to address? What are the things that, that you know, we have to expect when we address them? And what are some, some of the things we have to promote? You know, I, I just want to start there. How you doing, my brother? A, a lot is heavy. Thank you, brother. Mind. I'm good. Um, I just and, and this is, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Just I want to say that my in, in my little bit of <clears throat> experience, I think that I've messed up a lot, and having the right or being in the right. Or going about it the wrong way, or just just blowing it because I went, I did something, and I took away from what it really is supposed to have been. I think that at this little bit, at this stage, I don't feel I want to blow anything else. I blew too many things, and this is a time where we could make a statement. I know that I could um, be have an impact, so um, <clears throat> I wouldn't want to blow it. I wouldn't want to just get all emotional. Just outraged when I know there's so much more I could do right now that I have the floor. Because I blew it so many times. So I'm just speaking for myself. I think that I will use my head now, and I'm following. You know, my spirit is there, but I'm also following my intellect. I'm doing what's right for the greater or the good, and I just have to sacrifice my own personal, um, emotional. Um, it's crazy that I I, I I I say these, but I know it's easily said than done. But I think this is a time that when you know you can make a statement and you've blown it so many other times, being irrational, being emotional, being crazy, now I have to be able to be sensible to really get my point across. And that's where I'm yeah. at with it. So I show my kids, I say, listen, man, you know, this has been going on for quite some time. You know, yes. I might die. I might die tomorrow. I want you guys to understand that this is still going to be here when I'm gone. You got to do something. And there's so many yeah. young people right now. It's, it's crazy. There's so many young people doing stuff. I'm happy. I'm, I'm kind of happy to see the outpour today's time. That's just me. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you, you said something very wise, something that I told my, my son last night, um, that, see, this is the cycles. This goes in cycles. This is – We've seen what happened going back to the Watts riot, you know, the Watts riots. We've seen what happened with um, uh, after uh, Rodney King. We, we've, we've seen this before. This, this, you know, we keep changing the channel, but the same show is on. <clears throat> and and uh, the mistake that, that each generation makes is that they think they have uh, a, 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 the generation is better than the past generations. But the same thing keeps happening. Because the truth of the matter is that power only respects power, and when no. you when you when you come with emotion, just like when you coach a team, when you see another the other team fighting amongst each other, overly <laughs> emotional, um, 
That mm-hmm. only lasts the first few minutes of the game. That only lasts yeah. for a short period of time. Strategy has to go into place. You see, the ones mm-hmm. who are strategizing are talking about bringing in military, right? Um, the yeah. well, those that are strategizing are, 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 are the, uh, um, understand that the people that are called to serve and protect serve and protect property. So what I told my son was just like in the times of Nehemiah, I had to explain to him in back in the, the in Bible times, Artaxerxes. Similar to the same Artaxerxes, because I had to ask him, remember the movie 300? Remember the big guy with the earrings? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. I said, in the Bi- he's actually in the Bible. The real one is actually in the Bible. And he conquered a lot of land, and he had a cupbearer named Nehemiah. And Nehemiah, what the cupbearer used to do, he used to drink whatever the, the, was given to the king in case there was a plot to kill him. Right? And, and, um, and he drank it, and he grained his trust. And because he had his trust, he was allowed to go back and build Jerusalem again for the, for, for the, for the, for the Israel, Israelites, for the, for, for the Jews. And what they did, each man, each man built the portion of the wall in front of Jerusalem in front of their own house. So each man was responsible for the wall in front of his own house. And the, the Word of God says each man had a trowel in one hand and a sword in the other. And what that means, and I learned, that I, I, I was really driven home. I, I loved this study before, but it was really driven home during my times at International Christian Brotherhood, so I want to give a shout-out to them. And that is actually part of our, our motto. And so you have a, what you're doing is when you have a trowel, which is what you use as a mason uses to uh, 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 put down bricks and, and the mortar on the brick, right? So you're building with one hand, and the other hand you have a sword, so you're protecting. So I told my son that you have to have a sword in one hand that you're protecting as you're building. What are we supposed to be building? If they respect property, we're supposed to be have property, right? Uh, 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 yeah. If they, they don't... In order to uh, improve and build on things, you have to have education. So you have to have property education, and you also have to have business. So property education and entrepreneurship, and you cannot leave out, and this is the most important, is that you're led by and walk in the integrity of God. So that's that's where I left off with my son, that um, things have not he, – he actually came and asked me a question right before – the show, and I wanted him to come on and ask me, but I, we had the brothers on the line. So, so, but, but his question was because he listened to, to, to a, a speech that Tupac made that there's a, they're billionaires and, and but yet they don't pay taxes and it's not fair and what have you. But it, see, the, the the issue is we have to put ourselves in the position that we know the tax code that we can take advantage of uh, of circumventing as the wealthy do. <laughs> We have to put ourselves in the positions to, 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 to build and protect what we have. So um, you have to think the long game. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children and his children's children. We can't leave anger. We can't leave a job. But we can leave a legacy of following God. We can leave land. We can leave the inspiration that education matters. And we can leave business. So I'm going to stop there because we still have brothers on the line. Love you, Lance. Love you, Lance. We have 9905. 
9905, my brother or sister, how are you doing? Um, uh, brother Jerry, Brother Colbert, Frank, Frank here in uh, Atlanta. Is, speak, speak a little louder. This is Brother Frank Colbert in Atlanta. Oh, hey. Frank down in the ATL. <laughs> how you doing? I knew I heard wisdom. You know, there's been a lot that is really, can you hear me well? Clearly. Yes, I can hear you great now. Yes, yeah. I can hear you great yes. right now. You know, <clears throat> I just want to touch on one thing a young man said about uh, how you feel like he's blown too many things. And that, that really just just made me look back at how I blew a lot of things and I learned from it. But one of the key things that come out of that is understanding who you trust. That is, you yes. trust you or you trust God. And so yeah. I had to I had to understand that if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go to him and tell him I got issues I need him to handle it, I don't need to go to him with the ch- stuff on my shoulders and then walk away with it on my shoulders. I need to leave it. And it took me a while to learn that, but then when I learned that he told me to leave it, is when I saw a picture, it, it's just a visual of, of of me trying to have that conversation that I want to leave something with you and you know how to handle it. But then I saw Christ. I saw Christ say to him, look at him, Father. He's walking away with the same thing he came at me with. Father said to him, look, don't worry about it, son. When he gets really tired of it, he'll drop it and leave it. And I learned that this is what he wants us to do, to truly leave it. Because one of the things that about it, you cannot fix the stuff that you've blown. You just got to understand that there are deals that you lost. There are things that you've done. You can't do nothing about it. But understand the wisdom that comes out of that is that don't do like pigs do. Get back in the same slot. You got to get out of it. It means, means taking a look at where he's supposed, where you're going. And knowing that where you've been, it's not where you're supposed to be. And so I learned a lot about where I was by looking at where God wanted to take me. And that main thing was to really, really have the relationship where I truly, truly trust him. I mean, that is where he gives you your grace. And we give grace. But, brother, when you really just give it to him and give it all, and you go to him and talk about it, and the greatest part about it that, brother Jeremy, that I really got good and loved is the fact that when I, when I really started loving the, the, to speak by the, the other language, to speak the language that nobody else knows, yes. I came in alignment with him that I could hear and talk to him and get the answers and just sit back and smile and just, just, just well up. Because knowing he heard me direct and he is going to take care of it, I have to believe and I have to leave it with him. That's a hard thing to learn. But, brothers, when we do that, it's unlimited what he said. He said he had it already stored up for us. It's already there, everything we need. And the thing that we have to do in what you talked about earlier is about what are we going to do about children? One of the things we got to stop doing is not thinking short-term without children. Yes. We got to start thinking legacy, legacy, yes. legacy. Yes. Yes. And we if we can't get there by looking at it from this small thing. We're worried about the gnats in front of us instead of looking through past the gnats to see what the future is. And I just know that God has all of us right now for this time for where we are because of all the wisdom and knowledge that we have to use to make it better. 
Now, one other thing, and I'm going to back off, but when when you talked about what's going on now, and I was in conversations earlier with brothers about what happened when I was a kid growing up. I was born in 1950, so I came through the Jim Crow area. I worked for the head of the Klan in my hometown. But the thing is, is that I learned about them. And our job is coming up with we knew, we learned, we got ourselves educated about them. They don't know nothing about us. We need to take yeah. the time to teach them and not, not just try to teach ourselves comfortably. We need to start teaching them, educating them on who we are, because we know, they know, we are the chosen. That's a matter All of fact. Of but I just want to say that God has blessed us at a time with the wisdom that you have, the mind, all of us on here, to use it to help these young children. These young people that are out there now, fatherless, motherless, they are looking for answers, and they're in a position, and people are talking about where they're riding, they're stealing, they're doing this. They, they're up they are trying to say, I'm going to get you for hurting me. And that's what they're doing. You've hurt me too much, and I can't just yell on it. And it brought me back to where I was when I was a kid in 18, in 18 year old, 20 year old, when Martin Luther King and everybody, when James Brown came out with that song, I'm, I'm, I'm said loud, I'm black and I'm brown. Okay, <laughs> that's me. And I was saying it loud, and I was black and I was proud. So now that same thing has happened 50 plus years later. These yep. children, back then we had some white people that came along with Martin and started looking and said, okay, I see what you're doing to them. I'm going to join it. And that's what's happening now. All these young white kids are joining. We need to educate them while we got them. Yep. Because now blood being shared with the dogs and the water hoses. And now you got you got Floyd that is shared, and they saw it. They were in, they were locked into the houses for a reason, so God could show them what is really going on. So they ain't come out until this happened. They they forgot about COVID. That shows you where God is. Amen. Amen. But so Amen. anyway. Amen. Powerful, 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 Frank. Uh, we have we have three other brothers. We have three other brothers on the line, and we we are almost out of time. So I want to get them on. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Six, seven, seven, one. No, you, your contribution is incredible. Uh, eight, eight, three, one, and oh, and brother Guy. So six, seven, seven, one. How you doing, my my brother or sister? What's going on, Jeremy? How you doing, it's Ron? Oh, Ron, how you doing, Ron? How you doing? <laughs> I am blessed, my brother. A pleasure to always yes. be here. Yes, at, at 8831. Who's 8831? That's your brother, Greg. Oh, brother Greg, how you doing? <laughs> awesome. And I know, I know who. Let me say 8272. I know that's Guy, right? That's you, Guy, right? No, it's Mark. Oh, How you guys doing? That's Mark. I was mixing your two numbers up. I, I, okay, the dyslexia just showed itself. Okay. <laughs> <Don't tell laughs> <I was saying. laughs> oh, Mark. oh, my goodness. We're down to three minutes. And I wish this, this is one time I wish it was oh, an hour-long show, an hour and a half. Um, at, least but, an at least an hour. Uh, at least an hour. Um, but... Uh, in the last three minutes, whoever wants to jump in out of the last uh, three that I just said, um, what are some of the things that we need to promote publicly? Because I heard what Frank said. 
What are some of the things we need to promote publicly? Because there's a whole separate conversation we need to have privately, and that needs to remain private. That's how you build. But what are some of the things we want to promote publicly? I'm going to leave that open for the next minute. So whoever wants to grab that. I think if I look at it where we are, um, something I've been pushing a long time is seven different elements that we seem to lack with our young people, and especially our young men. And and when I say it, I say this real quick. Recognition, satisfaction, legitimacy, validation, respect, dignity, and identity. Say it again. You said it fast. Say it again. Recognition, satisfaction, legitimacy, validation, respect, dignity, and identity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to listen to that. That's going to be... The, 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 the topic because this, this this conversation is going to continue for next week because as you heard the countdown we have 60 seconds left uh, oh, uh, wow. Pastor Mark I know you always have a nugget in the last 60 seconds can you uh, drop a nugget and um, uh, uh, I'll pray us out real quick okay well my nugget would be uh, is reform uh, like the brother said earlier we have to educate ourselves. Um, now that we know about the electoral votes, um, we have to now learn how to get past that. Just like uh, the process that's being held up on the other three or four cops that have to be prosecuted and they're not, we yeah. have to educate ourselves to vote correctly. Well, what's the process and who's holding it up so that now we can make our vote count so that the next time something like this happens? we have the right people in place so that they can take care of things immediately. We have Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. These are all things that we, we need to work on, so we're going to work publicly and privately on these things. Um, so with that said, Heavenly Father, uh, you empower us as fathers to address things, to do what's expected, to promote things publicly and privately amongst us, our ourselves and our families as we as we're sheltering in your grace we recognize that you are furthering fathering through our five core principles you deserve the honor we thank you lord you deserve uh, 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 you encourage us by giving us hope you you hold us accountable you help us to reconcile and you train us up so that we can train up the next generation so we thank you lord for furthering fathering, we thank you, Lord, for our call to elevate fatherhood, to, to, to empower families, and to transform communities through, through your heart, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. We thank you until next week. We love you. Amen and amen. 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 amen.